Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 667. Hoping you guys are doing swell this this evening. It is, uh, I don't know, almost 8 o'clock, and uh, oh, man, let me tell you something. Right now, it's uh, February 3rd, 2022. We've had already a couple snows, like the last few weekends. We've had below, I mean, not below, I'm not going to say that, but like freezing weather, 30 degrees, 28 degrees. And right now I'm outside with just a t-shirt. It is absolutely beautiful, perfect weather. However, it did rain. So we got this light breeze um, and the sky is kind of gray. So uh, I believe it's gonna rain some more either today, tonight or tomorrow. So, um, but yeah, man, this weather is incredible right now. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm home, it doesn't matter to me be honest um i mean it's nice to be able to come out here once in a while and i have to wear a jacket and a hoodie i mean the other night i was out here talking to you guys and my hands were literally freezing like they were freezing and that was the only reason why i went in you know so but right now we are cool for those who don't know my name is latif Mercado. i am a agent manager for the for the genre of freestyle music for over 30 years I'm the manager of acts like Lil Susie and the Cover Girls. I'm also a booking agent um, for all the A-list artists. You name them, I book them. Stevie B, Lisa Lisa, Expose, Shannon, Noel, TK, George Lamont, Lizette Melendez, Cynthia, Johnny O, you name it, I work with them. Uh, the group Freestyle out of Miami is another pretty exclusive act. <laughs> Uh, they usually only roll with me. Um, those are my boys. Uh, they're the ones who sing Don't Stop the Rock, and it's automatic. Um, I've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, I still run the agency, though the agency runs a little differently than it used to. Um, before uh, Facebook, um, I was really, really seriously the go-to guy. Um, basically because of my connections. I had very strong, strong connections around the country with promoters. Promoters would simply call me. I got them who they wanted. We took care of the business and boom, it was good. Sometimes I looked at my, my list and I had 30 shows happening for the, for the month, massive acts or, you know, and However, the artists at that time weren't making as much as they, a lot of them are making now. A lot of the artists, have, believe it or not, the freestyles have went up considerably in price. Some of them even double from when I started, you know. Uh, some of them quadruple or more, you know. Uh, the price that I get Stevie B right now is just a, um, is, is, I don't know how many times, probably, God, eight times more than what I used to book them for, you know. And it's cool, I'm an agent, so I get a commission from that, I get a percentage, the artists do pay me, so 
the money's pretty pretty good it's pretty significant you know however once facebook came on board now i had a great you know what, what gave me the upper hand was the fact that i traveled with little susie for many years uh and we hit a lot of markets that most of the new york artists freestyle artists, though they went at one point they don't frequent there as much anymore especially when i was out there with susie like nobody was out there we were doing shows mostly with west coast artists or Texas artists or artists from, uh, it was very rarely, like we really weren't running into our New York artists in Texas and California. So we had the upper hand. And a lot of the promoters, uh, you know, they, they liked me, they loved what we did, we packed the house. And of course they would come to me and they would ask me, yo, live, who else you got, man? Can you get me anybody else? I was like, of course, who do you want? And sometimes they knew who they wanted, sometimes they didn't. In fact, in the, in the early 90s or mid 90s, when I really started getting active with bookings, um, <clears throat> a, lot of, uh, a lot of the promoters weren't sure like who was out there. They weren't sure about their names or what songs they sang. And that became my thing, you know? So I would call them and they would be like, you know, okay, I want uh, Johnny O, what the, you know, who do you have? I said, well, for your market, how about Johnny O? You know, at that time, I gotta be real. Now, unlike now, pretty much a lot of the artists have particular markets. Now they can cross over, it's gonna take some work, but you know, like Florida likes certain acts, Texas likes certain acts, California likes certain acts. In fact, California funny because you got, you know, the Bay Area, which is up San Francisco, San Jose, and then you have down in LA. Both of those markets are actually different. Chicago, Detroit, Indiana, the whole Midwest. Uh, also Miami, Tampa, Orlando, up into Panama City. Um, so, and then we go up north, so New York, uh, Boston, Rhode Island, um, maybe south of that. We go Philly, New Jersey, and so on. But anyway, so right now, a lot of people have their particular markets, and I can pretty much sit down with any promoter. As a matter of fact, I was doing it last night where they were hitting me up with certain markets, and I was like, well, these are the acts that will work there, these are the acts that will work there, these were the acts that work there. Now, I'm very for fortunate, and though it may seem pretty biased, uh, my acts do have the ability, uh, they have a huge, huge, wide crossover um, the, the ability to, to do a, 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 a very wide audience. I'm talking about Lil Susie and the Cover Girls. Now, um, did I play a role in that? Probably, yeah. Same thing with SAL when I did. I did a package with SAL called SAL. It was Little Susie Angel, who's also my wife, by the way, from the Cover Girls, and the L would be Lizette Melendez. Now, Lizette was still very stuck in the New York area. She could do some Florida. It was hard to get her to do Texas or California, but once you know SAL came into effect, um, we were able to carry her out there, and the, the group was really able to hit a lot of markets, and we had a great time, and it was fun. So we had to kind of put it to rest a little bit, or just give it a break, because that actually catapulted the prices of all the acts individually. So, so it was hard now in order for me to put an SAL package back together. It was over more than double the price of of what it used to be. So it pretty, we pretty much outpriced, we priced it out the market, you know? Um, <coughs> anyway, um, what else? Um, so anyway, uh, so 
I had the upper hand because I was going to a lot of these markets. I was I was doing a lot of these markets, and um, uh, and so I became the man. Like everybody was calling me. Everybody, every freestyle artist out there knows who I am. So I'm very fortunate in that uh, in that area. Um, a lot of them know who I am. They've met me. They've come up they've come up to me. I've worked with them in some capacity, or no, or at the very least have have met them. Either they've called me or they've come up to me at venues at at, at shows. But then something happened. Facebook got involved. And though we looked at Facebook as a really cool place to promote, you know, the shows and do this, what happened was artists started really, really getting into the whole social media and they started interacting with the fans. And then it got to a point where they were also interacting with promoters. Now, once they started interacting with promoters, the middleman, which is me, the agent, um, almost had and, and it, it, it's really not it's, it's really not a good thing and I'll tell you why so what happened was now the promoters are able to do you know, artists are able to I mean the promoters are able to contact the artists direct and they can do their own deal right now that's a smart move well I'm not gonna say smart but that's a, I, I understand the move for the artists because they get to save my commission or the commission of any agent. However, it's really not a smart move on the promoter's end. And the reason being is the promoters don't have to pay a commission. What the artists do is they give them the impression as though if they go direct, they're gonna get a good deal. They're gonna get all these special privileges. And that's not really the, the that's not really what's happening. You know, um, uh, what they do is they're cutting out the one person who would get involved in promotions and to help if there's an issue and you know an agent could play a really good role man like we could we could there's a lot we can do we can help with flights we can help with you know hotels we can coordinate everything if there's an emergency or something's wrong we're we're that middle go-to person you know so but that's cool I wasn't too concerned with that if i just booked only my two acts which i don't i book other acts but like I said, it's not as much as it used to be. But at the same time, my acts make a hell of a lot more money than they did back in the day. So it all pretty much evened out, right? Um, um, but, you know, with Facebook now, um, it just like the agent of anything, you know, travel agent. Really, who uses a travel agent? You know, it's an industry that, you know, became a software. Xperia, 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 um, Travelocity, Cheap Ticks, Fly Cheap, or, you know, um, um, Kayak. All of these programs took the role of an agent, so no agent is used, is used anymore. Even real estate agents, though there's still quite a few of them, um, it is a dying industry. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to have some people who are going to say oh no you need no it's going to get to a point where they're unnecessary they're probably not now but i think they're the next ones to uh to go um because um there's a lot of commissions that are saved um you know right now with virtual tours um people could come in and there are there's a for sale by owners.com it's uh for sale by owners so that's fsbo you can go onto that site and you can deal directly with the owners, which means there's no, there's no commissions that you're paying. But you do call, 
cover certain closing costs, but the closing costs will basically be the seller will cover their lawyer, the buyer will cover their lawyer, um, they do a title search that, that goes to the to the buyer. Um, so all those things, they can do themselves. But they, they cut out a pretty decent commission, you know? Especially when you're dealing with a, you know, a, right nowadays a half a million dollar home. You know, so a half a million dollar home where, you know, uh, 500,000 was, was uh, even 3%. You know, 3% of, uh, of $5 million could be like 15 grand. So, you know, um, if I did that right, I don't even know if I did that right, guys. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but you get the idea anyway. So, so, uh, so that's where that's at right now. Um, it's the it's the natural progression of the genre. I love listen. I love um, I love tech. I love all the new sites. I love the cell phones. I love social media of all kinds. Like I, I'm I'm so grateful that I I was I am fine with having to have my business sacrificed in return for being a part of social media for being here during its inception and be able to enjoy it and experience it. Now we got virtual reality and we have um, a cryptocurrency, which you guys know I love. I'm all into crypto. Um, I love all the apps. You know, I try to get on as many apps as I possibly can. Everything from TikTok to Instagram, you know, uh, Snapchat, uh, Twitter, you name it. I'm on it pretty much. Um, I love that stuff. I really do, you know, so. But um, anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for now. I've been, been in the office, man, cleaning up. It's looking good. I actually just moved the table over to the podcast, the podcast section uh, where we want to set up the podcast um, to see how, how, to, how it looks. Uh, and it looks really good, you know. So, um, uh and just uh, bringing some more stuff up to the attic and just cleaning up a little bit more. So I'm hoping, well, tomorrow I, I got to get a lot done and then over the weekend. So I would really, really like to be done by Sunday. <laughs> so this is what I'm hoping for. So we'll see what happens. But anyhow, um, all right, guys, listen, I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it down. I am tired, man. My legs are killing me. Kids are already asleep. Wife is inside waiting for me. Um, I've been in this intermittent fasting since December 1st. Lost several pounds. Uh, the, the the waistline is, is shrinking, which is great. Uh, I went from a 54 waist down to a 48, and I actually feel like I could probably fit a 46 now. So we'll see. I don't know. But anyway, it's cool. I'm trying to turn this into a lifestyle. This is not a temporary diet we're trying to do this from now on so what happens at 6 p.m we don't eat but we don't diet either so during the eating period we eat cake if we want we eat cookies ice cream chips we eat lunch dinner breakfast um we just eat during a certain period of time and it seems to be working so we're cool with that you know as time goes on we'll we'll kind of cut some of the corners as far as what we're eating and try to just go you know for more health but right now we didn't want to kill it by, um, by you know, intermittent fasting and then also eating crap that we don't like. At least I don't like. So, anyhow. All right, guys. Um, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, 
be cool. You know, tomorrow's Friday. Most likely I'll be on. Um, it, it's a give and take over the weekends. Uh, depends on what I'm doing and where I'm at. But uh, we are at uh, um, episode 667. So yesterday's episode 666, you guys need to check that one out. Pretty interesting. I kind of talk about a little bit about how I got into Islam. A lot of people ask me about my name how I got that name, and, and it's a pretty interesting uh, story, so um, check that out when you get a chance, okay, so, but anyway, hi guys, listen, I'm going to shut down, I appreciate you tuning in, as always, thank you very much, um, until tomorrow, be cool, be safe, and good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.